Welcome back to another edition of the Bow Rush Podcast. I'm Travis Stone. Today, Scott and I brought back on Joe Miles from Osseo Gear. We talked a little bit about some of the West or out West style hunting, the gear that they've come up with to help support those hunters. We also talked about some of the things that he's done this hunting season, some of the success, some of the not so success, and how he's slowly closing out this season with some techniques that we think that you might like. So have a listen, let's get going. Yeah. You hear okay? Everything's oh. okay? Oh, oh yeah, loud, loud and clear. Um, I'm doing. I, I love your your backdrop. I just I just bought a bunch of a uh, bunch of wood. We're turning one of my back rooms over here into into a podcast studio. We're gonna do that same thing. All that slatted wood on the back, and then move all these guys and in, into that room. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm I'm actually in my office. This is uh, it's just a metal building that that we had. You know, some of this wood put up inside my office. So um, yeah, my buddy's got a lumber yard, and this is actually cypress, and he he cut it all and and hung it, and heck, he didn't even charge me too much. So <laughs> I, I, it was it was a triple win. <laughs> there you go, man. Well, you've uh you've had a heck of a season so far. Mm-hmm. yeah it, it's been a it's been a good start I, i've got a i've got a buck down here in south carolina right now that has given me the ab, an absolute fit um and and so the next it's raining all day today and um mm-hmm. i moved some cameras and stuff around yesterday and so really i guess starting tomorrow and then obviously i do family stuff for thanksgiving but then after that i'm gonna kind of concentrate on him until till we head to mexico but um he is a dadgum nomad and there's no <laughs> rhyme or reason to what he does or when he does it or how he does it. And, and he, he'll be very active at night. You know, he'll make go by four or five different cameras that I have on scrapes and trails mm-hmm. in, in one night, you know, from, from uh, nine at night till three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about six, 700 acre oh, wow. know, block. Yeah. And, th- and then he'll be gone for, for four days. Oh, um, it, it's just it's bizarre um but how, but hey that's the challenge right how old do you think he is he's i hunted him a little bit last year mm-hmm. he's he's definitely four and a half mm-hmm. um could be five and a half okay. um and and most of the other bucks are broken up you know they, they you know our rut's pretty pretty he's getting towards the very end of it okay. um but but he is he has somehow kept his entire rack he he broke up last year he broke a two off last year and but this year he still got everything as of yesterday he still had everything so nice That's do you, good. do you think he's just not fighting or do you think he with him being that much of a ghost do you think he's doing a bunch of traveling staying away from other deer and then when when there are maybe mature bucks in the area or dominant buck in the area he's maybe laying low and just not fighting Man, I think that so South Carolina, where, where I hunt in South Carolina, like 120 inch deer is antler wise is is a big one, and and th- this one is a little bit of a freak. He's probably going to push that 140 mark, um, okay. which is super unusual for us. Mm-hmm. And and I don't think anything is messing with him. Um, you know, there, I've, there's there, there's it's a 3200 acre block, mm-hmm. and there's probably 25 guys that, that can that have access to rifle hunt the area and there's corn piles all over the place i mean it, it's it, it's just it's, it's nuts that he hasn't been killed mm-hmm. um but but i i do have some buddies that are that are free with their information and, and they talk about getting his picture on their corn pile but it'll be you know again three o'clock in the morning and they'll have like two or three bucks that maybe are in there on it and when he shows up everything else is gone 
Really? Um, so, so I think that because it's 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 he's an older deer. It's a, it's hard to get one to four and a half, five and a half here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because he's an older deer and he's got some insane headgear for our area that I don't think anything's messing with him. You know, I, I think they see him and they run. He takes their doe. Um, you know, that, that's, that's my, my thoughts. And, and, and I say that and I'll look tonight and he'll have a whole bean broken off. <laughs> as, as you very well know. <laughs> no, no, no chances of, uh, going early morning on Thanksgiving before you get actually have the family. Yes, absolutely. I'm looking at that. And, and we, for us, we were dipping down into the low forties mm-hmm. that morning. And so I've already started calibrating when I have to put the turkeys in the fryer and, and all that stuff. And so, yes, to answer that question, absolutely. I was talking to my son and he was like, we we're thinking about doing the early morning on Thanksgiving, but we had to be at my family's uh, location around 12. So it gives us just about an hour to window period. I was like, if we get something, what are we going to do? I was like, well, I really don't know. We might be taking it to there while we're cooking up everything. I'm going to be you know, deboning the deer and everything at the same time. It'd be a really interesting feast. Yes, yes. So, so I, I actually will get the um, the pass if um, if I get something that morning. I've got a brother and brother-in-law that uh, that, that, that will fill in for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I, I do have that box already checked. So that's a, that's a good thing, and, and I and, and my my whole my my side of the family are, are are all hunters. My dad, my mom hunted, my sister hunted. So everybody would would definitely understand if I was a little bit tardy. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. that's a way to get some uh, get some fresh back back straps for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Well, so you've you've kind of done a little bit of a state run this year. So Kentucky, Kansas, Texas. Obviously, yep. South Carolina. Uh, what are where else have you been, or what what else is on the uh, on the trip for this year? Yep. So um, I had high hopes in Ohio. Uh, there was a really big six by six up there that, mm-hmm. that um, we got in velvet, and then we got out of velvet. And then the very first of September, it was a little bit unseasonably cool up there, mm-hmm. and got a daylight picture of him. I actually went up there and hunted for two days, and. Um, Never got another picture of him. No idea if I blew him out of there or what happened, but a guy ended up killing the deer three and a half miles away from, from where I was hunting. And he ended up scoring, I think 184 as a typical six by six. So he was, he was a hammer, but, um, got killed, uh, uh, you know, congratulations to the guy that got him. Um, but I'm keeping an eye on Ohio and Mm -hmm. and maybe that'll be a late season thing. Mm -hmm. Obviously going to be hunting here at home and then Mexico, uh, love to go Texas, Mexico in December when their rut goes. And Mm -hmm. that'll be around the third of December. Um, and we'll go down there and, and the rut down there is just insane. I mean, it's, you're hearing grunting, snort wheezing, chasing <laughs> every day, every hunt. It, it's, it's awesome. You know, it's, it's a different world than what we're used to, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's feeders and, and, you know, all that, but the, the action is, is crazy. And I really like it. The weather's nice. And so it's, it's fun. You tell me it's not, it's not in the, in the thirties. You're having to be bundled, bundled up. No, 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 no. I mean, it, it can get cold down there, but no, it's 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 not uh, one of those things that I'm taking hand warmers and and uh, you know a bunch of base layers and all that. No, it's it's a comfortable weather, good people, and and it, it, you know it's. 
I, I know y'all do and, and I do as well, man. You, you get into like when you travel and, and get into that rut grind, you know, in a Kansas or an Ohio, mm-hmm. man, it, it takes a lot out of you and mm-hmm. it takes a lot of focus and, and you know, will to, to really get after it. And, you know, it, it's nice to go to a spot where, you know, you're waking up 30 minutes before daylight, you know, getting in the stand, <laughs> sitting until, sitting until uh, you, you know, 9, 30, 10 o'clock, coming back, taking a nap, you know, eating a good lunch, and then going back and doing it in the afternoon. So it's it, it's it's a nice break. It's just different. And, mm-hmm. and I like to experience, the, it, you know, all the whitetail, the different stuff, the hard, hard mm-hmm. hunting and then the, you know, the, the more quote-unquote gentleman type stuff that yeah. it's a little softer. <laughs> it, it, my, my old bones need a need a soft hunt every now and again. Well, how's your how's your rut experience been this year? And I asked just because we spent we just spent five days up in Illinois, and we were we were figuring this this was gonna this was gonna be the year that we hit it right on. Uh, and that heat, I mean, there was one day it was it was seventy five, and you know the lows were in the fifties, and that was that was if we were lucky. When let's say in the fifties, like fifty five, fifty six, fifty seven and just tanked any movement saw saw three shooters in five days and the last day of course uh last morning we were there 30 degrees deer all over the place grunting clicking at each other does are running um so how 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 have you seen the rut this year i know there's been some heat heat pieces but in general has it been right on right on track with what you've seen in the past or are we kind of pushed out a little bit because of the weather yeah, yeah, it, it's been, it's been. Um, I, I mean, I have been very fortunate and capitalized on some weather mm-hmm. early in Kentucky, and then um, Kansas after a, a, a rain shower, I, I, I killed that buck in, in, excuse me, in Kansas. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but overall, everybody that I have talked with, um, you know, I've got a, a good buddy in Kansas that's an outfitter, um, and, and he said it was the worst first twelve days of not only hunting, but, but camera activity mm-hmm. that, that he can remember. And, and, and it's all heat related, a hundred percent heat related. Um, you, you know, just, you know, he's, he's used to uh, bigger deer moving into areas that, that didn't happen the first, you know, two weeks of November, you know, transit bucks coming through that yep. didn't happen. I mean, it just, it, it was, I, I think it was a ton of night activity, but he wasn't even getting that on his cameras. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just mm-hmm. one, one area of one state. So that's, that's anecdotal, but you know, you, I know Don Higgins does the rut report mm-hmm. and, you know, you, you go back and look at his first 10, 12 days of November, you know, that, that first cold snap there, the end of October was really good. Yep. Um, and, and then, um, and then it just died. And I, and I think it's picking back up now. I, I think, you know, and, and, you know, that's normally what you see is, is, you know, they get into that lockdown phase and, you know, you, you got to grind and be in a funnel and, and, um, you know, it, it, it can go from boredom, boredom, boredom to bam, there he is at two 30 in like the that. afternoon. And, and th- that, that's the mental game. Right. And, th- and then you, you get into this, <laughs> this time of year, Thanksgiving week. Mm-hmm. And you know, th- those, last few does and those big mature bucks if they're not broken up um you know they're you, you can get a really good crack this week but, mm-hmm. but so many guys have got family obligations they're burnt out from the first you know part of the rut but <laughs> if, if you can, if you can, i'm not telling y'all anything you don't no. know or haven't experienced um you know if, if, if guys can get out now um i think they can really capitalize on on killing one you yeah. think it's more early morning, midday, or afternoon, or do you think they should be doing all day sits? Yeah, I would. I would do all day in, in the tightest pinch point funnel that you can find. Grind and 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 yeah, you 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 know I, 
I was a fan of what Bobby Worthington talked about in his books. And I don't know if you guys have followed him or even know who he is, but um, you, you, you need to look him up. He, he is probably one of the best whitetail deer hunters on planet earth. And I got to spend some time with him in Kentucky this year, walking a bunch of property mm-hmm. and, and really diving in to what a long range travel corridor funnel is. And we, we, we've done a podcast on that with him, yep. with the mission whitetail podcast. Uh, but, but, um, that, that's his whole thing, his whole thing. And it, and it really came to, to, to bear this year is when the weather is five degrees cooler than it's supposed to be that the average that time of year, you need to be in that funnel all day. Mm-hmm. And, and that's starting the end of October all the way through, you know, basically the month of November mm-hmm. as, as much as you can and, and not bounce around, um, but, but there, we, we don't have time to unpack that whole thing, but, but my, <laughs> my, my, I guess my point is if, if, if I was hunting right now in the Midwest, I would be in the tightest funnel I could possibly find, mm-hmm. you know, where, where terrain forces deer, whether it's a big oxbow, um, you know, in a, in a lake, or, or, I mean, in a river mm-hmm. or a creek or a ditch funnel or something that's pushing them, you know, four or five trails into one spot. Mm-hmm. And I, I would be right there on, on one side or the other based on when, and I would live there and rot there. And, and eventually he's going to come through there. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. a, interesting, um, on the way up to Illinois, me and Chase, and I think he was, I think he's been on one of the podcasts we've done with you, but, uh, me and Chase were driving up to Illinois and uh, listen to that. I know we don't have a ton of time. You get a little bit of a tight window here, but you used uh, uh, two two different phrases, two different two different words: pinch points and funnels. Mm-hmm. What's can you define the difference between the? What do you see the difference between so, the pinch so point and I, the funnel? I, I think the the funnel would be where it starts to funnel the deer down, mm-hmm. and and when you go out and you find a deer trail, you know there, there'll be trails that just lead out to food, right? Mm-hmm. And that, that's that's not nec- that's not really what you're looking for. What you're looking for is like trails that connect big blocks of woods. Mm-hmm. All right. And, and you can get in those big blocks of woods and start following those trails, those major trails that lead long, long ways. And you find that stuff February, March, leaves are off. You find and you can see though you really they're real obvious. Mm-hmm. Well, you start following those trails and eventually you're going to find a spot that goes across a, a big bluff, you know, that is created by, by natural. You know, or, or, you know, it may be a whole bunch of blowdown, but it'll be four or five of those trails that all come together in that funnel Mm -hmm. and that pinches them down to that one spot. Mm -hmm. And there is, there is, and and Bobby's words are, there is one tree on 2000 acres that you need to be in Mm -hmm. that one tree and you need to rot in that tree during the rut and pre-rut because eventually they're going to come through there yeah. and, 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 you know, between does, a doe may lead them through there, but, but so, so you got a funnel that starts funneling the deer down and, and that can be, that can be field edges. It can be, um, a different edges of like hardwoods and cut over, you, you know, it starts to funnel them, but then there'll be a pinch mm-hmm. and, and they're not, they're, they're, to say they're easy to find, they're not easy to find um, because everybody's property is not set up for it, right? Yeah. Um, but but Bobby's thing is big bucks are where you find them, and he, he, you know big blocks, <laughs> of, big, blocks of, big blocks of public, right? Big blocks of public can, can be great to go in there and find 
um, you know, the, the absolute perfect tree to be in. And it's there. There is a difference between a funnel and a pinch, right? The funnel is where they start to funnel down, and that's normally terrain, some type of terrain feature that starts to funnel them. But then inside that funnel will be the pinch, and it, it'll be a, like you may have two or three big blown down trees that that force all the trails to loop around one end of them. Mm-hmm. You know, or, or like the one in Kentucky, and we're, we're going to do a full hunt breakdown on that. It was a giant bluff on a river. And it was literally seven different trails, and we'll, we'll blow the map way up where you can see the long-range travel between the timber. And then it, it all comes to that bluff, and there was a giant log on one side and a big ditch. Mm-hmm. And then it was a really nice slope that went down the, the, the bluff, and that's where every trail ended up and went down there. And sure enough, that's right where I killed him, right there exactly like it was supposed to happen and so is that all from from off-season scouting that you kind of found those seven trails we did that in march yep we did that in march love it well i know i know you're short on time um a couple things i did want to touch on you know you Osseo is really known for that that flagship camo pattern uh the raptor camo pattern right Uh, you have another pattern out that i'm not sure uh, everyone knows about and we'll talk a little bit about it but the the mossy oak elements uh terra gila where did where did that design come from why'd you pick that one and and kind of what's what's the use cases you're seeing guys uh guys use that for so we we had um you know obviously tree stand bow hunting whitetail is is our niche that's what we do we we and you know the, the quality of the clothing is is very comparable to the real high-end stuff that's out there on the market um and we had a lot of guys asking hey do you have a pattern that is more conducive for ground hunting spot and stalk um you, you know if, if we go out west you know we're going to be doing elk or mule deer you know, that, that type hunting. And, and, and we, you know, we, we didn't have that. So we talked with Mossy Oak mm-hmm. and they had that Terra Gila pattern that was made for ground hunting and more of a out West type pattern. Yeah. So we introduced that and, um, you, you know, we, we actually are, um, selling out of all of that Mossy Oak Terra Gila now. Mm-hmm. We, we've got a limited supply of it left. And we are going to be coming out with our own Osseo ground pattern nice. that's more more in line with 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 our natural ambush predator type stuff. Mm-hmm. So we we've got that in the works. That'll it, be coming. It'll probably be tw- the end of 2024, 2025 when we when we launch it. But um, yeah, that that was the thought process behind that. And and we wanted to have a pattern that we could you know help guys that are hunting on the ground. Now we do have a lot of guys that turkey hunt. That, that run our, our raptor pattern oh, you know, absolutely. They're sitting up against oak trees and, and pine trees and stuff. And that, that was never the intention with Osseo, but man, the, the, the turkey hunters and, and Jay Maxwell out of Georgia, he's a, yep. he's a big, big turkey hunter. And he's like, dude, this, this stuff is insane for turkey hunting. You know, I'm sitting up against these hardwoods or pines, you know, here in Georgia and man, they, they, I've had hens almost step over my boots, you know, you know, walking by. So yeah, we're, we're excited about that opportunity. And, and, um, you know, we, we want to outfit the guys as, as they need. Mm-hmm. The, the other piece is, you know, you did come out with the, with kind of the new product line this year. Uh, and one of the unique pieces that, that I, that I got that I really like, uh, is the, is the shooter gloves. I mean, it's, it's such a, it's a big jump up from, from the original gloves, right. The, the early season, 
but I, I've been wearing those shooter gloves all season. They they fit really well. Um, they they the finger haven't been able to get your fingers out. And it, I've wore some other shooter gloves before. They kind of still cuts off. You, either you can't get your thumb all the way out, and it's just your fingertip, or it's so tight it's starting to cut off, cut off some circulation, or it's a pain to try and flip back over. Uh, those gloves have just been, in my, my opinion, probably the best best uh, bow glove that I, that I've worn. So well, great appreciate job. Appreciate that. Those. Yep. Yeah, we appreciate that. We, you know, we're using kind of our outer fabric that we use on a lot of our other stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so they're windproof, so you can wear them in some some colder temperatures, but still maintain that de- dexterity where you can feel your release. You know, you, you can feel your bow hand. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you get a big bulky glove on, and 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 you sometimes, man, you'll have your release will go off too early or mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. So, we wanted to kind of it's a fine line there, and I feel like. You know that glove really helps with the with the dexterity of being able to feel what you need to feel, and then obviously getting your fingertips out for guys that want to be you know right on their release. You know they can feel that the crisp trigger and and, and the sear giving in and all that. So it's yeah, I, I like the glove um, and, and the fact that it's windproof. You know you're able to wear it down in some colder temperatures. How did you um? How do you come up with those kind of designs? Because during the time when you develop it, are you doing it during that season when it's cold and you have to have people come out do, you know, on infield testing or are you in like in a cold room? Like what are some of the things that require you to figure out what's going to be working and what's not? Yeah. So everything is normally a, everything that's coming out is normally tested either one or two seasons before. Mm-hmm. So we've got we've got stuff coming for 2024 that, that you know, is prototypes that we're using right now. Um, you know, and we'll, we'll continue to use. And then I, I'm very fortunate with the Team 200 guys. We got guys that live up in Alberta, um, you know, and I'm able to get them stuff to test. And, you know, the, the only problem with those Alberta <clears throat> guys is they're so tough. You'll, you'll send them the stuff, like, oh, yeah, this is plenty warm enough. And then my, my South Carolina butt will put it on, and I'll be like, I don't know about that. <laughs> I need to add some more Primaloft into that bad boy. So, um but, but, yeah, we, we've got a great team of guys that will test and give us honest feedback, which is so important. You know, you you don't want a whole bunch of yes men that are, oh, yeah, this is great, this is great. We, we want guys to know this this stinks. You need to – You're trying to get them to tear it apart so you know what's yeah, really yeah, working. Yeah, ditch this. You know, you, you got go back to the drawing board. And, and so all that's really important. Yeah, the, the durability so far on, on – everything that I've worn has been phenomenal, mm-hmm. you know, being in Illinois, having to, you know, cross over, you know, old, old, uh, uh old barbed wire fences, get through thickets da- down. I mean, there's a lot of slate rock out where we hunt. So we're going down slate rock, uh, Hills, uh, for the most part. So super durable. You, you've, you've done a phenomenal, phenomenal job with the line, man. Well, we, we appreciate the heck out of that. And, and like anything else, you know, you, you will, you know, guys will climb bob wire fences, rip stuff. You know, they, they might sit on a nail in a stand or something. Or, you know, we've had all kind of crazy stuff, you know, ripping buttons off. And we, we do offer the lifetime warranty. So, you know, if something happens and, and everything's not perfect, you know, you'll, you'll get you'll get a seam that'll break that, that wasn't sewn quite right. But but we we take that stuff real serious and, and offer a lifetime warranty. So, you know, five years from now, you got a pair of bibs and you blow a seam out on them, you know, we'll, we'll get them fixed or we'll replace them. So we, we want guys to be in good quality stuff and, and help them be successful. I love That's that. Awesome. I lo- love hearing yeah. you guys back, back the product like that. Well, um, so I know we're coming up here real quick on your hunts this year. What's, what's, 
Is there a lesson you learned from one of those hunts that that, that was new to you? Is there, was there an aha moment that you had uh, between between either the successes or even the Ohio the Ohio one where you weren't weren't able to to uh, track down and harvest that deer? What was that aha moment you may have had this year? And, and we touched on it a little bit earlier. Um, I, I am one hundred percent sold on the funnel concept. And, and and again, I think that's a little bit misunderstood. Guys are like, yeah, I'm in a funnel because it's like an hourglass shape of two woodlots and I'm in the funnel. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily so. If it's not some major terrain feature that's forcing those deer, forcing is, is the wrong word, but but convincing them. It, it may be like, like here in South Carolina, I've got a, the, the guy that owns this property is a big duck hunter and he's got a a fence around his duck pond so that the hogs can't get into his duck pond and eat all his corn because we've got a ton of hogs down here. Yeah. Well, that that fence won't allow the deer in either, so it, it forces them around one end of that that duck pond. Mm-hmm. And then there's a there's a big food plot and there's a couple um, blowdowns, and so it creates a funnel because it, it's a it's a physical thing mm-hmm. that's forcing those deer around. So I I have really bought into that and you're not going to catch me bouncing around a lot during the rut anymore. I used to do that quite a bit, mm-hmm. bounce around to different spots. You know, I'd go find fresh sign and set up on it, or I'd quote unquote, find the doe bedding area and try yeah. to get downwind of it, man. I'm throwing all of that out during the rut. Mm-hmm. And in March, I will have my, my trees picked out. I will have my stands ready to go. Yeah. I may not hang them until June or July, but I'll have everything mapped out you know if i get drawn in kansas again i'll have everything mapped out for my rut and i'll have a north side or or south side or east or west i'll have a stand on both sides of that funnel i have my access mapped out come hunting season i will just rot in those funnels and and both deer that i killed this year in really pretty crappy weather you know with the heat mm-hmm. came through pre well one of them was a funnel that we found while we were there but the other one was 100 percent preset um and it, it just works like a champ the, the only thing you have to be cognizant of is, is you've got to spend the time in the tree mm-hmm. because you know you, you get out to go get lunch and you know you got That's a camera when. in there and it, it, it'll be we've had know, friends well, that literally walk away and a few minutes later there's this on camera pop they're just walking right by it and like that's yes, just heartbreaking yeah so, so that, that's <laughs> it you, you know that that's that's exactly it so yeah that that has been my aha moment mm-hmm. um rut hunting for me from now on is going to be very simple it's going to be super tight funnels and that's what i'm looking for now mm-hmm. um you know I, obviously bean fields early season food sources late season mm-hmm. um but but right now when, when the season is over i'm going to be looking for properties with funnels and trying to get access um to those properties and that that's my whole rut strategy now is rotting in funnels <laughs> it, it worked so good this year I love nice. it. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of always been not that exact thing, but uh, it's, that's kind of been how I've hunted is finding down in Georgia. Right? We can we can we can bait, and everyone baits, and I've, I've got no problem with baiting. Uh, I've, I I still have got corn out behind my house, and and I think it's a great tool. Uh, but I find personally, I have a lot more enjoyment out of finding those those funnels or those those deer natural deer uh, corridors and killing deer 
on a path, not not necessarily going to corn, but I spend a lot of time not seeing deer because I'm hunting a specific path because they, they'll eventually come through there. It's just not seeing the amount of deer that you, you may be seeing if you're just sitting over corn. Again, nothing, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with shooting deer over corn. I get it, and, I've, and I have done it. I just, like that, I, I enjoy time in the tree and the success of, hey, I scouted this right. You know, I picked the right tree. I, I understood deer movement uh, to the best of my ability, and I and I killed something. It took twenty two hunts, but <laughs> twenty two yeah, 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 times yeah. in the tree. But I did. And, and that you know, it, it, everybody's. I mean, we, we don't have time for for an ethical, <laughs> you know, ethical debate on on what what guys do. But everybody, I, I've said this before. Everybody falls in to going naked and walking to their deer spot, right? That that would be the hardest thing to do. You, you, zero advantage, right? You walk to wherever you hunt naked with no shoes on. You catch the deer with your mouth and your fingernails, and you wrestle him down and choke him out and take him home. So you fall somewhere between that and sitting in a one-acre plowed high fence with one brush pile with a 300 wind mag <laughs> shooting it that way, which is a hundred percent legal, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, so everybody falls between there. So unless you're going naked and catching them with your hands, th- there's no reason to throw shade on, on anybody. Oh, yeah. Right. And, and, and guys don't have time. I got no problem with baiting guys, guys, you know, they want to be successful. They, they maybe only have one week a year that they mm-hmm. can hunt and they, they stack they every year. So, so, so good, good for them. Bait and just to get the fish whatever bite. makes you tick. You know, yeah. I, I, I'm yeah. like you. I like to I like to figure, try and figure the deer out, kill him on his terms. But I've got a lot of time to put into it. Yeah. Um. And, and so that's you know, it, it, it. Yeah. It. There's a lot of a lot of junk that gets talked on social media. <laughs> as y'all, y'all very well know. Um. So it's. it's uh, 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 you, you should see our group chat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. But Joe, I know you. I know you said you had a, you had a pretty hard stop. We really appreciate you coming on again. I, I think I think it's fair to say you are you're by far our fa- our favorite guest. We love having you on. Uh, anytime, anytime you got something you want to say, more more than welcome to to jump on and chat with us. Well, thank y'all so much. Love what y'all are doing, and and guys, if you're listening and you hadn't picked up one of their hats. That those logos on y'all's hats is so <laughs> awesome. Um, I, as a matter of fact, I'm going to send you boys some hats. I want to get a couple of those hats from y'all because I want to start. That, that's to the, the coolest right. logo I have ever seen. Nice. So I, I mean, th- those are sweet. Do you, those do you are really? Do you like offset or do you like it centered? Oh, oh, I like I that offset, man. That thing is that thing is awesome. Cool. So, uh, guys, I don't know if everybody's listening to this or watching it, but if you if you can pick, I'm telling you, you those hats are they're they're eye catchers for sure. Thank you, I appreciate it. that. We we are we are coming out with a line of line of merch that we're gonna have on the website. So we appreciate you, yeah, and you know, liking the logo and liking the hat so much. We'll we'll get you some for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and text me the. I know we've got your address, but just text it to me, and I'll I'll walk over, give it to Cole. We'll get y'all some hats and shirts coming down. Awesome. awesome. Well, Thanks, thank you. boys. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Take care. All right, Bye. guys. Take care. Bye. Bye. I really, I really like talking to Joe, um, and I think you know, and I think there's a level level of comfortability there, right? I mean, this is the third, third? fourth, maybe fourth. It could be the third, but I, it might very well be the fourth. Yeah, uh, he's just he's such a great guy. I mean, he 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 does have a great great camo line, right? Great company, mm-hmm. uh, but he really practices what he preaches, and you can see that in. Um, Mission Whitetail, right? His his podcast. He really comes across very genuine. Wants wants people to learn more, and, and you know he's always open to learning. Like he was talking about 
the guys that he's done some pre some season scouting with, uh, learning from them. He's he's always trying to learn and become a little bit better. Uh, well, like, like he said, he's scrapping everything he's uh-huh. known before. So it's it doesn't matter the age. It doesn't matter what you know. Mm-hmm. He's going in the mindset that if. And that's what I think you maybe said a long time ago is like, if you're not willing to learn more then why even buy, bother doing this? I mean, the whole purpose mm-hmm. is learning, being better, being the best hunter you can be. Mm-hmm. He's clearly showing it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, I am, I'm super excited for, uh, for the new pattern he said towards the end of 2024. Yep. It's going to be a little bit more in line with, with uh, their, their predator style, which, yeah. is, which is what that, that raptor camel pattern is. And the current one is almost running out, though. He's got a limited supply. Yep, yep. Yeah. So they're, they're doing a, a big sale on it. I mean, I think it's like 300 bucks for, for a full a gear. Yeah. That, I mean, anyone's got actually used his product, knows mm-hmm. his quality, and mm-hmm. then that's a great price to get something out like that. Yeah, yeah. So, so same designs as, as the raptor camo that, that most, of, most of us have. Uh, just different different pattern uh so same designs and and that stuff all works i mean it's the the sherpa line pants that i I just got for this season have been phenomenal Uh, illinois they've done really well here in georgia uh they've held up held up to everything i've thrown at it saddle hunting sitting in stands climbers uh walking through a a bunch of nasty (laughs) nasty stuff uh keep you warm but they're not super hot so I've been able to wear them in, in that I need to get the mid-season uh, hunts because mm-hmm. I still got the heavy uh, late season when it's really cold. Yeah. And so it makes it difficult for me to use it because that's the only thing I have currently. I need mm-hmm. to start investing in some uh, mid-season hunt uh, gear that would make it a little bit more easier. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think now. i balls off. <laughs> I, think, I think Rice Rice is on an Osseo. Mm-hmm. Chasten is. Ivy. 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 I don't know why I say uh, Ivy, but yeah, Ivy. Yeah, Finally he, got him he, in it. He's, he's on it. You're on it. I'm on it. Um is my is my Zell? No, he's talked about it. I don't he's think he's bought it. it yet. All right, we, we gotta yeah. we gotta get him over. Um, but you guys, we really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, we've got a lot that we, I know. I know we've been saying this for a while. We've got a lot coming out. Uh, we're we're finishing up the actual podcast studio. We're gonna move to to a video format. Yeah. Um, maybe not for every episode, but for 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 some of the episodes, we're moving to a video format. Uh, we do have a merch line that we're coming out with. We're finishing up some ideas on with the team on. Uh, kind of some style designs, style designs, um, some 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 sayings, phrases, some yeah. sayings and phrases that are going to search. We got, we got some we got some fun ones. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, and and if you get a chance, uh, if you're looking for a, a even if you're looking for a second set of camo, right? You got something that you love and you rock, but you want a second set of camo, or you're looking for a first set of camo. Um, go go look at Osseo. Uh Their stuff is phenomenal. Um, they might even have time to get it for uh, Christmas. Absolutely, I mean, yeah. They, the great stuffing stalker. Well, I guess it'd be bigger than a stuffing stalker, but you can definitely. I don't know. At, 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 at fifty percent off, seems like a stocking stuffer to me. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> but gr- great, great gear, great company. Uh, you heard, you know, they they've got a lifetime warranty, so they back their product, uh, which you don't get from everyone. Mm-hmm. And and man, they ship quick. I mean, I think every time we've we've ordered from them. Uh, we've got it within a couple of days. Obviously, we're we're one state away, but they they turn around uh, and ship real quick. Uh, customer service has always been phenomenal. Pick, yeah. You call, uh, even if you don't get someone, they get you call right back. Uh, sent in emails, got a call within 15, 20 minutes from them. Uh, so phenomenal team over there. Uh, so go 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 support a great company. I agree. Well, great man. Um, you have anything lined up for the rest of the season? So. I'm sitting with an Illinois tag and a Kentucky tag in my pocket, and I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to eat tag soup on the Kentucky one. I don't know if I if I'll be able to get back up there. Illinois, there's there's a chance I get back up there before before season season ends. Uh, Wait a minute. So you actually that's something I didn't know. Mm-hmm. You bought a tag. You came back. 
not successful, mm-hmm. that tag is still usable for the season? I thought it's like a, based on a time frame. Mm-mm. Really? Mm-mm. That's good. I didn't know that. Okay, so if you buy a tag... You- yeah, I'll... I'll I, um, I'm trying to... Th- I'm trying to no, I got the full season. So you can buy like multiple days okay. or full season long. Obviously, if you buy you know a three day three day license, you have your tag and you have your hunting license. If you buy a three day license, your tag is still good, but you have to buy more hunting days. Okay. If you buy the whole, so season, the tag is good for the year. Tag's good for the season. The season, right? And, okay. And and part of that depends on state, right? There's some that it's a archery only tag. If you if you miss archery season in a state that doesn't allow you to use archery archery weapons during rifle season, yeah, then yeah, your tag your tag's toast. Another, are, are those transferable? Like if you yeah. weren't able to, and someone else, could you nope. transfer that tag? So it's okay. Well, it's good to know. So, but so yeah, that's potentially on the books. Uh, me and me and Zach uh, from Indiana have been talking about trying to get back to Illinois. Uh, maybe get up, get maybe get up to Indiana and go hunt with him. Other than that, it's a lot of Georgia hunting, like. Right now, uh, rut is not going to say kicking in, but I mean, I had a whole bunch of bucks last night, young bucks, uh, grunting and clicking, being very vocal with each other, uh, a lot of sparring going on. It's uh, come late, though. I mean, we were thinking that it was a couple weeks or at least a week or so early and or what we yeah. thought it was going to be. And, and maybe it's because of the weather, whatever it was. But you're seeing things actually become more active now, which seems to be offset from what we were expecting. Yeah. Well, I'm talking, talking with Ivy, right? Ivy's, Ivy's hunting Gainesville for quite a, quite a while longer than I have. And, and, you know, he said since day one, you know, the, the, the first week to be in the woods uh, for, for that activity is really that Thanksgiving week. Uh, and then, and then, um, what I've even seen, and he, he said the same thing really, as you get into that first, uh, the late first part of the late part of the first week of December, second week of December, uh, that's when you get a whole bunch more activity. And I've had the same thing here, um, on the property that, uh, that I have every year, uh, I've had multiple bucks and a lot more activity directly beyond my house that, that late first week, second week of, of December. Yeah. So I'll, I'll be in the woods then. But today, uh, yeah, I'm going to run out and get in the woods. It's uh, rainy, overcast. It's just a drizzle, not, not as bad not as, as bad. Yeah, it's a 90% or 100% chance but of it, rain, two inches, of, uh, but it looks it, to be bleak. From yeah, that. and I mean, right now it's uh, it's 52 right now. So, I mean, a little bit little bit cooler than uh, than it, it than I thought it was going to be. So we'll go get in the woods, maybe maybe do a ground blind. Had a nice nice shooter show up yesterday on one property. Oh, nice. Well, we'll get out there. How about you? Where, you? where are you going? Well, if we're lucky enough, we'll try to get out on our property. We haven't seen a lot on camera, haven't seen a lot in around movement, but you know, the spot, I think, well, we were even talking about the pinch point or a funnel. The area that we're in might be a good area, just not really sure if we're in the right position. Um, we've seen movement, but it's either been on the other side of a big tree that's fallen down with just no shooting opportunity, especially from a ground. Um, or it comes right from the back of us and we see it right at the last minute before they go down some a trail. So it's going to be interesting if we decide to go out there, if we're going to try to position the, um, the ground blind a little bit easier. And the reason why we're on the ground blind is because my son's using uh, a crossbow and up on the stand. It's not, he doesn't have the capability yet to hold it. So we have a monopod thanks to you. Um, but we definitely need to have that ground spot for him to be able to have a good proper position. Um, so we'll see if we might move it around, stay with it and see what happens. Super exciting. So you guys, uh, stay tuned. We got a couple more, a uh, couple more episodes that are going to be coming out for the season. Uh, yeah, yeah. Me and me and Chasen are going to kind of recap, try and try and get uh, Zach on from Indiana. We did that Illinois hunt together. Uh, maybe see if we can get Max Max Dixon on too. He was he was with us up there. Talk about the 
the experience up there very drastically different than than our experience last season and it, due due to that weather right we were there two weeks later this year um we thought the moon the, the moon phase we thought was going to be the deciding factor but that weather the heat just changed really it. really changed things so it it hunted very very differently than it did last season between where where does were betting where where wind movement was occurring um so we'll we'll get in and chat about that talk with ivy he's chasing a a monster down in atlanta right now nice uh, see if we see if we can get him on to talk about that uh, he's hunting out of a very unique unique blind that, <laughs> uh we hunted it last year a couple times but uh we think he'll, he'll get it done if and we then, get a chance might even have my son was successful heck yeah and absolutely multiple times of hunting with me he's finally became successful, became what I would consider, uh, what you'd say a, a true hunter. Now he's been able to harvest a doe mm-hmm. and, uh, he might be able to get on maybe a quick blurb of what his experience was, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we'll have uh, Tanner on. So we've got a podcast that we haven't released yet. We've had, we've been holding on to for a while, but Brock the Benson, bear hunt? the bear hunt. So yeah. Brock, Brock Benson, um, and Tanner Benson, uh, two, two, two real good, real good buddies of mine out in Utah. Uh, Yes, we are still here. Let's stay in the call. Uh, <laughs> so Tanner and Brock, two brothers, uh, two two buddies of mine out from Utah. Brock did a bear hunt, and we did podcast with him. Uh, we'll release that one. And then Tanner actually came down uh, last week. Uh, came came into Georgia for uh, for a few days. So we went and did some urban deer hunting, and I mean, just an absolute absolute blast to take someone hunting and kind of going off you know you taking your son hunting uh i don't have kids uh but i've got buddies who 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 want to want to hunt or want to learn how to hunt or that's want, just want as to, cool of an experience it, i'm telling you it was it was very cool to see how shook up he had a he had a buck come in full tilt down a hill right at us and and after the fact uh you know as all the hunting he does you know chasing mule deer chasing elk he's like man i he's like i don't know what to do like I, i've never had a deer <laughs> come straight at me and come to seven yards like that deer did uh so it's very cool story uh get get his side of it kind of get his take he called me actually yesterday itching uh to to to, to try and get back down here because he said it's just it he got a high out of uh some of that urban tree stand whitetail hunting that he hasn't had in a while that's Uh, what why so so many people love whitetail hunting is because of those things yep absolutely so uh, we'll have him on to do uh, do a couple a couple episodes there. Uh, so lo- lots coming out. We appreciate you guys sticking with us. Uh, if you have questions, a uh, couple places you can find us are uh, mybowrush.com. Follow us. We'll give you the direct links to our social media accounts. And then one of the things we've been trying to implement is throwing in some things within to TikTok. We do have a few videos out there, some really cool ones. Um, check that out. Everything is my bow rush. So if you're on Facebook, Instagram, and even TikTok, you can find us through at my bow rush. Mm-hmm. Well, we appreciate everyone listening. Uh, appreciate your time. Questions? Get us uh, get us on one of the socials. And uh, if you got a cool story, uh, something something you learned this season, maybe you took your kid out hunting for the first time. Uh, or you just had a cool experience yourself hunting in another state, uh, learned something in the state you've been hunting your whole life. Yeah. Um, just call, call us, let us know. We'd love to have you on this. This isn't just about having, you know, name, 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 name guys on, you know, we, we want to hear from guys like us who, you know, are, are weekend weekend hunters for the, for the most Most part. part. Yeah. Yeah. So call in, we'd love to have you on and, uh, we'll talk to you soon.